I hate to say it. Heroin's the best feeling in the world. Drinking and driving. So you got a DUI? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't completely intoxicated. I only had four beers in the total of like two and a half hours or over the course, so... Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Brenda Ortega, and today I am asking a question about addiction or substance abuse. My question is, what is the difference between those that overcome their addiction or defy the odds, so to speak, versus those that do not? And the reason why I'm asking this question is because um, there's a higher percentage of re, um, of relapse. So that being said, I want to know what is it in the mindset? What are the thoughts of the people that choose to overcome it or that choose a better life or a different life anyway? Okay, so first and foremost, I'd like to introduce my first interviewee. Um, We are going to go ahead and call her Olivia, as in Olivia Benson. And of course, we have our second interviewee, who is incidentally going to be called Elliot throughout this episode. So... Alcohol. Since your initial arrest, have you relapsed? Nope, not even once. Have you had the opportunity? Yep. Yes. Yes. What were the environmental or emotional decisions that went into your relapse? Depression. What advice would you tell your past self if you could? The fall is a lot harder than the high. I would tell myself to not let alcohol affect my life, to run my life. What is it that keeps you from relapsing now? Um, motivation to have the relationship I do with my family, um, working, surrounding myself by positive people. Um, doing pretty much everything I have to do that I know I have to do to remain sober. Well, that's a hard question. I honestly could never find an answer to that. Of what could keep me sober. Same fence, you know a lot of people that are also dealing with their own addictions. What advice do you have for others? If you really want to change your life, you can. Don't, Don't be so stubborn and think you don't have a problem. Because you walk around thinking you have control of the situation. In all reality, that drug controls you. Um, seek help 
ask for help ask somebody you're all we're all I was there I didn't think I had a problem I thought I could stop whenever I wanted to and clearly that never happened um so seek help don't don't do it alone. Don't think you're in this world alone. You have people that love you and care about you and want the best for you. But you have to want the best for yourself. That is difficult. It sucks. <laughs> uh, Thank you. It's expensive. And sometimes you make decisions that really just aren't the best decisions, even though... Alcohol makes it seem like it's the best decision, but it's really not the best decision. Okay. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, wow, that was a really stupid decision. <laughs> or, man, that was a six and not a ten. What part of your sentence was the most helpful towards staying away from relapse? Um, taking advantage of the opportunities of the classes they gave to me in prison, trauma, Anger management, DBT, matrix, um, and then also the pre-release center by helping me integrate into the community at a slow pace, not really rushing everything, learning how to budget, learning how to remain sober. Have you had to watch friends relapse while you stayed sober? Yes. It's the saddest thing that you could ever see. Have you ever overdosed? Yep. Twice. Twice. Did it change anything for you? Yeah, so I overdosed. Um, I got out of jail, and I did heroin that day. And they found me in my car. I was blue, dead weight, not breathing. I was in there for seven hours. And um, a girl did CPR on me, got me breathing, and then the ambulance came, gave me Narcan. Narcan saved my life. Um, and then I came to in the hospital. I, it was the scariest thing ever. I couldn't hear anything. I could see everybody. I could see everything talking. I couldn't hear anything. So I did lose some of my hearing due to that. But then when I came to in the hospital, I ripped all the IVs out, went home, overdosed again that night. And that was the last time I used. Olivia and I discussed a little bit about relapse and overdoses and motivations to stay away from her addiction or to at least not give into it. We talked about what it's like for a lot of people and she gave me her opinion on what she thinks makes it harder for most people. I like to think about it because a lot of the people I've known, they self-sabotage. So when everything is going so good, they don't know how to react to that. They don't know how to do it. So what do they do? Let it all go. Mm -hmm. And I was just talking to somebody about it yesterday. And that's what they do every time. Everything's going so good. They have a good relationship with their family. They have a car. They have a house. They have their kids back. And then... It gets so overwhelming that they just don't want to do it. They're used to living day by day. They're used to, and that's what they're comfortable with. So when everything's going to good, they get really scared. My biggest motivation would be 
probably not to let my family down again and lose them. Um, also, I really enjoy helping people remain sober and I've been told that I'm a motivation and an inspiration to other people. So I don't wanna, I wanna be that person people can call when they're going through something and I'll be there to help them rather than be somebody that isn't there for them okay. or is gonna be a bad influence. Does that make sense? Yes. I would like to note that I am using a well-known and used study from my Criminal Law Today textbook by Robert Martinson that published that rehabilitation efforts have a failure of 70 to 90 percent, making success a very low probability. While I haven't exactly figured out what it is that causes somebody to relapse or makes them choose to go a different direction with their life. There is something to be said for having something to look forward to and having some goals. And I think Olivia really helped us see the kind of inspiration that that could create with somebody dealing with addiction. Like I'm back to my old self and I can either let addiction make me or break me, and I've learned from it. When I was high, I was a monster. I was so self-absorbed and ruthless and inconsiderate, and I didn't care about anything except for my next high and how I was gonna get it. I feel like I've got goals and I'm gonna reach them now. I don't have any doubt in my mind about my future. So, I got a third chance at life, I guess.